House is in recess for the next two weeks and will return on the evening of Tuesday, May 11th. The Senate will come back Monday and stay in session through Thursday. In addition, President Biden will address a joint session of Congress on Wednesday evening. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott will give the Republican response. Last week in the House, the House came back to work on Monday and took up and passed two bills under suspension of the rules. On Tuesday, Republican leader Kevin McCarthy introduced a privileged resolution to censure Congresswoman Maxine Waters for comments she made a few days earlier in Minnesota regarding the trial of former police officer Derek Chauvin. Speaking on Saturday, April 18th, to a crowd of protesters in Brooklyn Center, hang on a second, in Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, she said, quote, we're looking for a guilty verdict in the trial of Derek Chauvin. She said that if it were not a guilty verdict, protesters on the street should, quote, stay on the street and we've got to get more active. We've got to get more confrontational. We've got to make sure they know we mean business, end quote. The judge in the Chauvin trial said two days later in reply to Chauvin's defense attorney, quote, I'll give you that Congressman Waters may have given you something on appeal that may result in this whole trial being overturned, end quote. Democrats countered by offering a motion to table the McCarthy resolution, HRES 331. The vote to table was 216 to 210. Every single Democrat who voted, voted to table the resolution. Another way of saying that is that every single Democrat who voted, voted to defend Maxine Waters and her outrageous and offensive language. Then the House took up and passed the rule governing floor consideration of H.R. 51, the Washington, D.C. Admission Act, H.R. 1573, the Access to Counsel Act, and H.R. 1333, the No Ban Act. Then the House took up and passed another bill under suspension. On Wednesday, the House took up and passed H.R. 1333, the No Ban Act, and H.R. 1573, the Access to Counsel Act. Then the House took up and passed another bill under suspension of the rules. On Thursday, the House took up H.R. 51, the Washington, D.C. Admission Act. The bill passed by a vote of 216 to 208, and then they were done. Last week in the Senate, the Senate came back to work on Monday and voted to invoke cloture on the nomination of Lisa Monaco to serve as Deputy Attorney General. Then the Senate agreed to a motion to proceed to executive session to consider the nomination of Vanita Gupta to serve as Associate Attorney General. The vote to proceed was 50 to 49. On Tuesday, the Senate voted to invoke cloture on and then to confirm the nomination of Gary Gensler to be a member of the Securities and Exchange Commission. Then the Senate voted to confirm Lisa Monaco to serve as Deputy Attorney General. On Wednesday, the Senate voted to invoke cloture on and then to confirm the nomination of Vanita Gupta to serve as Associate Attorney General. The vote to confirm was 51 to 49, with Alaska Republican Senator Lisa Murkowski crossing party lines to vote in favor of the nomination. Then the Senate voted to discharge the nomination of Colin Hackett Call to serve as Undersecretary of Defense for Policy from the Armed Services Committee. The vote was tied at 50 to 50, so Vice President Harris broke the tie. On Thursday, the Senate moved to consider S-937, the COVID-19 hate crimes bill. Senator Ted Cruz of Texas offered an amendment to prohibit federal funding for any institution of higher education that discriminates against Asian Americans in recruitment, applicant review, or admissions. The amendment garnered 49 votes in support against 48 votes in opposition, but failed because the agreement that had been worked out between the two leaders required 60 votes to pass any amendment. The same thing happened moments later on an amendment offered by Utah Senator Mike Lee to require a report on state restrictions on religious exercise during the COVID-19 pandemic. 
Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn offered one final amendment, which also failed. Then the Senate voted 94 to 1 to pass the bill, with Republican Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri being the only senator in opposition. And then they were done. This week in the Senate, they'll return tomorrow with the first vote set for 5.30 p.m. At that time, the Senate will proceed to a roll call vote on cloture on the nomination of Jason Scott Miller to be Deputy Director for Management of the Office of Management and Budget. Then, based on the Majority Leader's cloture filings, I'd anticipate the Senate would take up the nominations of Janet Garvin McCabe to serve as Deputy Administrator of the Environmental Protection Agency and Colin Hackett Call to serve as Undersecretary of Defense for Policy. The Majority Leader also filed cloture on the motion to proceed to S-914, the Drinking Water and Wastewater Infrastructure Act of 2021. In addition, the Majority Leader indicated on the floor Thursday that he may bring up consideration of a Congressional Review Act resolution that would overturn the Trump administration's methane rule that limits the EPA's ability to regulate methane. Now to earmarks. As Jenny Beth mentioned, on Wednesday, Senate Republicans gathered in their conference meeting to discuss whether or not they should overturn their own conference rule banning earmarks. They decided not to decide, which has the effect of leaving the ban in place. That said, as I said last week, the Senate Republican Conference specifically, I'm sorry, the Senate Republican Conference rules specifically say they are not binding on any members. So I imagine there will be Republican senators seeking earmarks in this year's spending bills. Now to immigration. On Monday of last week, employees of the two main U.S. immigration enforcement agencies were told to stop referring to migrants as, quote, aliens. Customs and Border Protection and Immigration and Customs Enforcement personnel were told instead to use the words non-citizen or migrant. Instead of illegal aliens, employees of CBP and ICE were told to use undocumented non-citizen or undocumented individual. Arkansas Republican Senator Tom Cotton responded, quote, we use the term illegal alien because they're here illegally. This kind of weakness and obsession with political correctness is why we're having a crisis on the border in the first place. End quote. To climate politics, on Thursday, President Biden pledged to cut U.S. greenhouse gas emissions by at least 50 percent by 2030. That's a goal that's so ambitious it would require almost twice the level of reduction pledged by the Obama administration just a few years ago. Perhaps more interestingly, the White House believes it can achieve that goal without help from Congress. That is, despite the requests for funding for green projects and the administration's two and a quarter trillion dollar infrastructure proposal, the Biden administration believes it can achieve massive reductions even without all that new green spending. Outside experts think otherwise. They think Congress is going to have to appropriate trillions of dollars and impose harsh new mandates in order to achieve such reductions. Finally, to defending the filibuster. On Thursday, 98 House Democrats signed a letter to Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer urging Senate Democrats to, quote, do what is necessary to advance our fight for justice and economic prosperity, end quote. Further, said the letter, quote, our efforts to enact a bold agenda should not be stalled by Republican obstruction. The path forward in the fight for $15, voting rights, climate and environmental justice, gun violence pre prevention, immigration reform, worker protections, LGBTQ equality, and reforming our criminal legal system will likely be further obstructed. 
unless we end the filibuster, end quote. Apparently, they have not heard yet of West Virginia Democrat Senator Joe Manchin, who, when asked, dismissed the letter, declaring, quote, oh, I get that every minute of every day, end quote, and then adding, quote, they get the same answer, ain't going to happen, end quote. The end the filibuster House Democrats told reporters they plan to hold a week of action to raise public awareness about how the filibuster is used to block enactment of liberal legislation. And that's our Washington Report for this week.